Hello, and welcome to Stride and Saunter, episode 271. I'm Kip Clark. And I'm Kathleen Duffy. And Kathleen, we are recording this episode on the seventh anniversary, give or take a few days, of this podcast. And it's a transitional moment. There will be a future co-host. And to let the audience know, this will be your final episode as formal co-host, though to let all of the listeners know, she is always welcome back anytime. And I will certainly miss you as a co-host. And I'm grateful to preserve our friendship in the process because there's an alternate universe in which we had to choose between the two. And I'm very grateful to have remained your friend throughout all of this. So this will be a review of sorts, a discussion about your experience, an exit interview, if you will, for a non-job. And there are certainly things I'd like to share with you as well as hear your thoughts on your experience with the show. And so I thank you for making this time for me, as you always have. You know, Kip, I've been reflecting a lot about what this time has meant to me. This space of the podcast and the conversations we have and the fact that they exist in this digital archive really feels to me like a kind of diary that I've been keeping with you and sharing with others. This is especially important to me because I'm not someone who writes in a journal or keeps a diary, but this show has followed me through a lot of different stages in my life. I began as a co-host when I was still in college, and it has followed me out into graduation and through the pandemic, back to my family home and a move to Chicago, and here again another move in a new apartment, and I'm excited one day to chronologically look back at these episodes and really see how the conversations we were having, the way I spoke, the things that I felt were important to share, act as an embodiment of that time of my life. Because in so many ways, I do believe that this podcast has helped me grow, and of course that you have been a huge part of that in the way that our friendship has developed. Because so many of our conversations really do feel like the maintenance of a long-distance friendship that allows it to flourish, despite the fact that we are very far away from each other. And as someone who is always curious about conversations that other people are having and the things that people are thinking about, it's been really wonderful to do this with a person as curious and caring and thoughtful as you, and to then put these out into the ether, which in and of itself is a really affirmative and life-giving thing to do, to send this out to the world as a way of saying that our words have worth. And that's something that I think I very much learned through the course of recording this podcast and can hear, especially in the later episodes, which have really become many of my favorites, because I can hear that. And I felt it in the conversations we were having, that there's this ease and this excitement to share what I have to say and what we have to say together out into the world for anyone to hear. I really love those thoughts. And in particular, one that resonates with a reflection I've been having is the insight about the chapters of your life that this show has followed you through. Because I think in many ways, this show is about change and reflection and questions to me at the root of curiosity are about change. They ask why. They probe at the walls and structures of the world we live in, whereas the answers people give or sentences that end in periods or more decisive punctuation represent a status quo. And so I appreciate that this show has followed you through chapters of your life because to me, two people in their 20s, whether at the earlier or latter end, in our cases respectively, aligns in my mind with a decade of change and growth. And I actually find it in some ways humorous when I think about you because I don't envision any decade or period of your life in which you aren't introspective or questioning or curious. But I'm nonetheless grateful to have crossed paths with you both in our friendship and in this podcast at this intersection, I think, 
of high curiosity, of figuring out what directions you want your life to take, which I think most beautifully about you and true of few other people in my life represents a time of really leaning into the freedom of uncertainty. And at least for me, less into the doubt. And of course, you are human, but I really admire your ability to hold change in a positive and healthy way when so many of us, myself definitely included, do not always lean into change in that way. And that for me is what it has meant to have you specifically as a co-host at this particular chapter and intersection of multiple chapters in your life. I also really like this phrase of a diary that we've been keeping together. I've noticed about myself in recent years that I'm not always a self-starter when it comes to individual projects or meaningful work that I have to do for myself. Being accountable to Kip is one of the greatest challenges in my life, but I so enjoy collaboration because at the root of this show and of my own philosophical DNA is the belief that humanity and the humans within it are fascinating and are worth collaborating with. And I've been so grateful to explore our vast species with someone whom I trust greatly. What's interesting when I think about trust and how old, frankly, this show has gotten and how much it means to me at now seven years or roughly a quarter of my entire life's existence is that the deeper I get into the show and the deeper the show gets into me, the more it matters. And as a result, the more I care about the people with whom I'm making the show, the more important it feels to find the right people, the right partners. And so I'm going to echo what my therapist told me when we began working together as co-hosts and he heard some of my descriptions of our earliest episodes and some of my hopes and some of my perceptions. And he said, Kip, it sounds like she is precisely the co-host you need right now. And I said, yeah, I think that's probably true. And I certainly have the faith in her to live by that belief, even if we're wrong. And if we are wrong, we'll have that conversation. But that's never been a doubt in my mind. And so it's easy to say that I've trusted you and to thank you for it. But more precisely, thank you for treating my trust with care and showing this show and by extension me the respect that I would want it to receive as one of the things in my life I'm proudest of producing. Again, I really love the language of a shared diary. And also to let the audience know that there are still a few episodes we've recorded and haven't released because during COVID, a lot of things have been up in the air, but the show is going to resume. And I look forward to sharing those conversations as well. And as I think to the future, Kathleen, I'm especially curious to ask you this. What legacy will this show leave you with? Well, first of all, I want to express how honored I am to hear everything that you've just had to say, particularly because your very kind words and the belief you have in me have been truly integral in what I described earlier about this podcast and the process of participating in it with you, which is that it made me believe in the worth of my words, that it is worthwhile for me to say what I believe or what I'm grappling with and to put that out into the world. Even if that's a scary thing, even if I'm not sending it to anyone in particular, just sending myself in a real and vulnerable way out into the void. And now that I've done it, it's something that I don't want to stop doing because I do believe it's important and I believe that I'm important and that there are other people who want to share in this conversation. 
And I've realized that there really is a practice to doing this, a practice of sharing yourself with the world. And it's a practice that I will continue and want to continue doing in creative projects such as these, because the conversations we have with others and the stories that emerge from within those conversations are life-giving, both for the people who are participating in the conversations and those who are listening in. And I know this because there are people listening, so it must be doing something, it must be important, and it must be something that I keep doing in my life in one form or another. And so I very much have you to thank for that, Kip, for creating a space where that is possible, for trusting me as much as I trust you, and really just creating a safe space for me to come to these realizations, and for asking me in the first place, and extending yourself in that way, because it has been a truly wonderful past couple of years. And I am very deeply grateful for you and the many conversations that we have gotten to have together. Well, I have to say that if that is the legacy you are left with, then it's a deep honor to hear all of that. Because I want to live in a world that is colored by your words. And I'm touched to hear that you feel any capacity more excited and empowered and confident in sharing them. It is a safer, deeper and more empathetic dream than many of us have ever known to live in a world like that. And I think often about the celebrity culture we have and how many of us idealize and fantasize about and put on pedestals people we've never met and how fortunate I am to call a dear friend one of my heroes and to have spoken with her and to imagine all of the ways in which she will shape the world and has definitely shaped mine. And when you talk about what I've done to make the space in this podcast, I also love what you've done with it, if you will. I have a spare bedroom and I love the way you've decorated it. Your kindness and curiosity stand out as things I was excited about way back when. And in particular, there was a distinct comment you shared once on an episode that has stuck with me for years. And for me, epitomizes how beautifully you think about the world and how kindly. And we were talking about a favorite topic of mine, vulnerability. And you remarked on what it means to be an unhoused individual. And you remarked that, well, Kip, for those in that scenario, they don't get to choose when their vulnerability is on display. Others of us might have a moment or an opportunity to say, I'm going to open up to this person. Or I've been dating this other person for a few months now, and I'm ready to tell them about my past struggles with being cheated on or not knowing what career I wanted, really vulnerable stuff. Maybe that my parents were divorced and I never believed in relationships. But most of us get to choose when that happens. And you really astutely, strikingly pointed out there's a vast number of people, especially in our country, which I do not think deals well with this issue, that don't get to choose when their vulnerability is on display. And I think that really well encapsulates how kind you are. Many of the individuals in that group, if not all of them, I don't envision having time for podcasts. They will never know your words in many cases. They will not know who you are. They won't know that you cared about them, but you did anyway. And in closing, there is someone I will soon work on the show with, with whom I've begun to record, and his name is Fred. But I suspect in time, he and I will also have our moment, and there may be future co-hosts, and I might point them to this episode. Are there any wishes you have for them? Pieces of wisdom you've come across or things you hope they experience in the process of conversing on this show? Well, jumping off of this idea of vulnerability and its importance, the biggest wish I have for Fred and any other future co-host 
that they don't forget that this is a space of play and that vulnerability can be a scary thing, but it's also a place for creation where grappling and asking, what is this? Rather than faking it through with answers is where the fun and the joy of the conversation actually emerges. And it's where the truth of the conversation emerges, which is what I've always valued so much in our conversations is that they are honest and we're not pretending to be something that we aren't. And I really do attribute that to a spirit of play and the willingness to explore. Well, with that, my friend, let's bring this to, at least chronologically, a final close for the time being. To our audience, thank you for seven years or two years, depending on which case you're referring to. I'm very humbled that I get to share these conversations with people I respect, and it's definitely quite beautiful and technologically miraculous that people I will never meet have been kind enough to listen to the people I love. And that is, for me, a great pleasure. And I hope this episode wasn't too saccharine, but I record it in a period of my life that I'm really grateful to be experiencing and I'm really proud of and is a reflection of those who have placed their faith in me. So I hope I am living up to what others believe I can be. I increasingly feel like I'm living up to how I feel about who Kip is and what he can do. And so with that, as always, we thank you very much for listening. And from thought to word and voice to ear, this is Kip Clark, very gratefully, signing off. And I'm Kathleen Duffy. Go in peace and conversation.